The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available you wherever. Your, you can't do your work voice. Wherever. You got to speak in hushed tones today. Wherever podcasts can well, be found. Well, I didn't found. say you had to whisper, but you had to. Wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button, notify bell next to it. Make sure you're always getting your new going in raw notifications. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, hit that subscribe button, yeah. notify bell. I think I just said that. Tomorrow morning, it's very it's very important that you hit that notify bell because tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, we are going live with our WrestleMania 9 watch party. This is very exciting. We're going to watch one of the worst WrestleManias. Oh, I, I feel like it is the worst. Of all time. It's abysmal. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun. It's so bad or miserable. Watch us be miserable. Uh, join in the fun with us. All you got to do is load up WrestleMania Nine on your network, and then ask us for a sync check, or just be there in the beginning, and we'll, and we'll let you know when we start. Yeah, we'll count it down. When we start. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun, and then we do a going in review afterwards. So that's a lot of fun. That's happening tomorrow morning, uh, and then we're also in the audio realm. Uh, be sure to leave us a rating, review, or a comment if you're listening to this on a podcast app. Mm-hmm. It really, really, really does go a long way. Truly does. Towards helping going in raw. You know, it helped if I uploaded the, the latest, like a new bit of artwork. We recorded Ooh. these. We shot these stills of us just oh, yeah. looking like total a-holes. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I have to utilize them now. It's the new channel banner is one of them. Us with our old-timey. Yeah. Uh, wrestle pose. Wrestle pose. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and then also, Wrestle Death 2019 went VOD this morning. Indeed. Oh, it's a huge, huge event. A new, we crowned the W. Steve W. Men's World Champion, Women's World Champion. There is a meatloaf title uh, defense mm-hmm. against a huge returning name yeah. to the Friendo Unified Championship universe. I'm not going to spoil it. But go check it out. There's yeah. lots of great wrestling action. There's a rumble. Uh, it's fantastic. It's yeah, so, it's a fun show. It's so much fun. Uh, and then later on today uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific, uh, 7 uh, p.m. Eastern, we've got oh yeah, fun wrestling, fun going wrestling on. going live. Ooh, are is, is fun wrestling going to be bought? Is is, is fun house going to sell it, Larson? Well, you just spoiled the whole thing about the episode. Well, that's the tease. That's the tease. Yeah. In the th- in the title, it's, is it for sale? But yeah. They now, I tease it, then, then they want to find out. Okay. I didn't say if it was bought or sold. It's kind of. Trying to help me out, man. Jeez. I don't know. I feel like you're trying to torpedo my No. Show. I like fun wrestling. I hope it succeeds. Anyway. It is the best. Anyways. Um, NXT 205 Live. It feels like today is going to be a lazy show. NXT UK. So NXT was really good. Yeah, NXT was Although, fun. Although, man, we totally overshot those uh, the the big announcement. 
We should oh, have, yeah, have realized that the Dusty Classic, it was time for another well, one. Well, they don't oh, they don't ever have it like the same time every year. When was it last year? Is it R- R- Rumble weekend? Okay, so they overshot it a little bit too. Yeah. All right. They don't, I don't feel like this. it's like every, you know, it's not It's not always the takeover at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It changes. Uh, Ricky Scurvy here in chat said, so what's the consensus today about NXT call-ups? Is Steve wrong still, or is Larson? Uh, I guess I would be wrong. Um, although mine was more just a concern than like a solid, you know, this is the way I definitely think it is. I just took a little couple clues, and also I think it was driven by my paranoia that it was an actual call up. Yeah. Uh, but I guess Monday is going to be more definitive than yeah we are right now. Well, I won't get into the spoilers. For yeah, there was a new set, set of tapings, tapings last but- night. It seems kind of clear that they're just proceeding as normal in with NXT. The yeah, they're telling their stories regardless of whatever's happening on the main roster. Yeah, which it's not a full call up if it's any sort of call up. Yeah, um, so get kind of guessing it's just a week of exhibitions. I, although, is, although the ratings for both Raw and SmackDown were up this week. Oh, I didn't see what were they yeah. up to? Do you know? Uh, SmackDown was up to about two point two million. Okay, it was up to about two hundred thousand, and I think Raw was up three hundred thousand. Okay, cool. Well, I'm not huge. Well, that's good. It moved the needle. <clears throat> Some of the events, like I said, I don't want to spoil the tapings, but I do kind of wonder if they're. And here's the thing, like I'm kind of with you in that thinking that I'm not really sure Vince really has a plan for how he's doing this, but there does seem to be some indication that the idea of the brand split having sort of a soft-ish end mm-hmm. might be a thing. Maybe. Um, we're seeing some movement a little bit here and there. So, I don't know. Uh, and what was that little smile on your face right there? No. Uh, Carlos Moreno says, do you guys want to fight? <laughs> oh, no. Is he challenging us? Is I don't know. Down the or is he asking if we want to fight each other? Oh, no, man. Well, no, no, not I'm, today. I'm sick. Yeah. I don't feel great. I haven't really sleeping that well. So I'll probably get knocked the F out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel very strong right now. <laughs> oh, no. No. The dog makers? keeps waking me up at like six every morning. <clears throat> well, I know what her deal is, man. She's old. She's old. Once they get old, they get weird. Turbo is, I remember Turbo's last days. He was super weird, man. That but last six months or so. Here's the thing like, we have laminate floors in our place. Yeah. And so I have a rug on my mm. side of the bed right next to her bed. So she has a little, little patch where if she gets up in the morning. And doesn't want to lay in her bed. She can lay on the rug and not yeah. make a huge ruckus. Yeah. But every last couple of days, yeah, her little nails on the on the laminate floor. Yeah. At six or six thirty in the morning, drives me up the wall. Yeah, you just gotta understand, man. She's probably in discomfort. That's, no, I understand. Generally that. speaking, that's why dogs do that. Like I got really, I used to get really impatient with Turbo too. Well, actually, you know what I think it is mm. is I changed her food for a little bit. Yeah. And it's like she's. She goes crazy for this stuff. Yeah. Oh. And then so she wants to get up first thing in the morning and go have a bowl of her new food. Oh, that's going to be it then, yeah. If you get her into like a sort of a new routine that she's really excited about something. Yeah, yeah. and so I got to I gotta, I gotta find a, a, a different course to take with this new food. Yeah, okay. Because she can't be waking up. Because there'd be times where she would sleep till noon. Yeah. She'd just stay in our room and just sleep till noon. Yeah. Which is because I can't put her out in the hallway because the whole house is laminate. Yeah. So if she walks down the hallway, she's walking past the kids' room. She's going to wake them up. Clack, 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 clack. So there's, there's really no place to put her where she could be at peace and, we, and everybody else can be at peace. Yeah. If she's up, I'm up. Yeah. Yeah. Life with family and dogs. Yeah. Is what it is. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Hulk Hogan movie in our new show tomorrow. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, 
And then, uh, but yeah, let's talk about NXT. All new right. spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it, new North American champion. Yeah, man. Hell and a match takeover too. level. Oh, hell yeah, man. It was like 30. Well, I know Velveteen Dream started his entrance was at 30 minute mark. About 28, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, they gave it all the ballyhoo of a takeover match. And mm-hmm. boy, oh boy, it, it was delivered. a takeover level match. It absolutely. Delivered. Uh, and we have ourselves a new North American champion. Well, Wayne Maker just says, Larson, get carpet. Yeah. I don't have that. I can't. I don't. You can't just do, you can't I can't just, just do that. drop that kind of money. Just get the whole house carpeted. Yeah. Just for a dog that's probably going to be around like for another a year. couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, another just, couple of years. Yes. But just. It's an expense. Yeah, it's a big expense. It's a significant expense. Yeah. Eyelash in my eye, too. Maybe if y'all chip in more on Patreon. I'm joking. Oh, by the way, our awesome patrons. We got some new patrons. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Wayne Maker, for reminding me to give the shout out to the patrons. Um, no, there's not lentils <coughs> in the dog food, Patrick Oliva. No, if we had a lot more patrons, we'd just get an employee here. Uh, let's see here. After I apparently get carpet in my house. <laughs> you got to get LASIK before you get carpet. I do. But that is one thing. Like when I had my, my old house back at Trails, uh, it, was, uh, it was laminate. And well, I hated it. <laughs> I flipping hated it. I rugged that place up as much as I could. Yeah, we have rugs all over the place too. But yeah. Jeffrey Nguyen says, "Larson, get hardwood again." They're all just telling you what to do. They're just telling me to spend a bunch of money. Very frustrating. Uh, let's see here. A couple new patrons: uh, Max, Joe Rydell, Cage Bryant, and Just Omega Man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do shit. Exactly. Um, so, anyways, yeah, it was, it was a good match. The uh, two hundred five had a great match. Yeah, the main event was really good. Cedric and Canellis. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that was really good. And then NXT UK was pretty boring, save for the main event. Man, if they're not filming in the UK, just don't even bother. Yeah, just don't even bother. Like, yeah, the main event was good, but God, like. It's funny after you mentioned the carpeting in speaking of carpeting, oh, yeah, in the grant whatever place they were the no, old one, the old dingy carpeting they had that, in that place. crowd was dead. Yeah, that no. crowd was dead. And uh, and number two, like UK, the UK show, you pointed this out, and I, I generally agree with you. They they haven't really it's after thirty episodes, they haven't really like done a ton of stories. No, it's just they go like they kind of have a story with Devlin and Travis Banks. Yeah, there's a story there. Uh, they did obviously a story with Eddie Dennis and uh, Mastiff, Mastiff, which is probably done. <clears throat> um, then every, they just started having everybody tag up, and, uh, and like now there was kind of a story chance. between Eichner, Bartell, and Mark Andrews and yeah, Webster. They just sort of dropped that. But it's not really a thing anymore. Yeah. Uh, and so when you're just left with exhibition matches, look, they're all great wrestlers, and I like I like fun exhibition matches. Yeah. But I really prefer story. And here's the thing about UK is that they have such great personalities there. That the the regular weekly show when it's filmed in the UK and they do all the proper amount of promos, they have a lot of promos because of so many people. They have a lot of promos and it all spots it spotlights their characters, which I think are all pretty strong personalities. And mm-hmm. maybe it's just because I, I'm a big fan of the UK in general. Uh, it has a very UK flavor to it that you just lose when you leave the UK, as Zach Gibson says, and they drag me out here kicking and screaming. I'm probably not going to be able to do Zach Gibson impression. Jordan, Jordan Davis says, I feel like NXT UK is a bust. I don't care about anyone other than Dunn, Mustache Mountain, Walter, Rhea Ripley, and Tony Storm. We already knew those people beforehand. Yeah, but it also does really well. Number one, I, creatively, I don't think it's a bust. I, I enjoy it. But it also does really well in the in the network ratings. It does. Um, so I you know, I think it's I think it's success it's a success by that measure. 
they do need to start focusing on stories. That is, yeah. that is pivotal. I kind of feel like right now, just it's in, in terms of the, the hierarchy of shows, I'm excited to watch Wednesday NXT UK more often, not as third on that list. I usually feel that way. I usually just want to get two or five out of the way. Yeah, actually, NXT UK is actually kind of first on my list when yeah, it's no. done in the proper way. I love it. Um, but 205, yeah, that had a, that had a terrific match. What was the other match on 205? It was uh, TJP and uh, oh, Korea. Oh, that was good, too. Does TJP spend all his spare time getting tattoos now? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like no matter the last month, oh, yeah. he's just getting covered in ink. Yeah, he's going crazy. Like, he found some new... What's the currency called in 2K19? Where you can buy stuff for your creator wrestler, oh, for your my creator writer. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, XP, RP. Virtual currency. V, yeah, virtual currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's been loading up on tattoos. I think he looks great, too. That one on his chest looked fresh, brand yeah, new. Yeah, I know. He, like, he should have had some, the the. He still had the thing with the preparation H on to keep it moist. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. I know. Like, I want to get more tattoos. Because he had I'm that like, one on his shoulder 40. over here. That was, last time we saw him, he, he had the, the, the freeway side of the 91. He had most of the stuff on his right arm, but I don't think he had that huge thing on his left shoulder yeah. yet. Yeah. Or even on his left forearm or in his chest. He just must spend all his free time in the tattoo parlor. Wayne Maker here in chat says WWE, I'm sorry, he says uh, WWE have clearly, have. I'm sorry, ah, have cherry picked the progress roster. The indies here are a bit rubbish now. Listen, man, I watch, I've been watching every Saturday night. I pop on uh, ICW from scotland yeah oh i love it yeah i love it talk about a cast of characters mm-hmm. oh man oh it's so good anyways let's start running down this show and see what we have yeah nxt kicked off just immediately with action now um alistair black taking on roger strong another great match near takeover quality this match. was oh this is so good i freaking love i freaking love these are like two of my favorite wrestlers and to be given like a 20-minute match or a 15-minute match, whatever it was. They they pack so much in. Yeah. You don't see you don't see rest holds, man. It's just they just beat each other up. Uh-huh. And it's so beautiful. I love it. I love Roderick Strong's approach to wrestling where he just wrecks people's back and people for the sake of story, you know, if you're an athlete, you scout your opponent before you play them. Yeah. And prepare yourself and try to find a defense or a way to exploit what they do best. Yeah. Uh, people going to the ring against Roger Strong, I would think, kayfabe-wise, would know he's going to destroy my back, mm-hmm. and yet no one can stop him. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. impressive to see. Oh, you want to see something fun? I don't what? know if you watched last week's episode when you didn't show up. No, I didn't. Yeah, I got this right here. Oh, wow, look, you're wearing the same thing. Whoa. Same like, shirt, too? How's it going? Why are you not Why are you not saying anything? And then, boom. I don't know if it's the same shirt. I got my Neville shirt on, too. Oh, no, it's your James Angel shirt. Oh, okay. There you go. Anyways, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, Roger Strong, he's great. That spot where he dropped Alistair on the uh, ring steps, that was cool. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Threw him against the ring post off the apron. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, I, I like, now that he's a, back to being a solo competitor, he's got his own solo reaction to the boom. Yeah. And it's very passionate. Yeah. He does it with everything. He goes, boom. Yeah. More like screams, boom. Yeah, he does. Oh, I love it. Uh, he's one of the best sellers in the freaking business, mm-hmm. though. He absolutely is. <laughs> I really, I just, I don't know, man. I, so I guess we're getting into this Alistair Black. We're getting like an Alistair Black versus Undisputed Arab thing. Well, I really can't speak on it because I read what happens in the next set of shows. Okay, cool. Is it Alistair Black heavy? A lot of Alistair Black. Again, I'm not gonna. I can't really. Uh-huh. We'll talk about it afterwards. Blink one. They can't see that. Well, I, I have a eyelash in my eyes, so I can I'm just blink in all the place, anyways. Blink. Two for yes, one for no. You blink like six times. Interpret that how you will. 
three yeses. Here we go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, anyways, so, Alistair picks up the win with a black mass. Yeah. Um, Undisputed Era hit the ring. As soon as Kyle O'Reilly gets to the ropes, he is the black mass. Yeah. Eventually, Undisputed Era uh, lays a beat down Alistair. Ricochet comes out and makes the save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Next, uh, a great Bianca oh, Belair. probably going to be a team in the Dusty Classic then, aren't they? Who? Alistair Black and Ricochet. He might be onto something there. Oh, all right. That's just pure speculation. I didn't actually know that. Uh, next, Bianca Belair promo. This was great. This was really good. I really like her. They're going to have a problem, though. What? Io Shirai is going to be the most over-freaking-face that yeah, they have. Once they let her have like a 15-minute solo match, yeah. She is going to be supremely, yeah, supremely she's spectacular. Over. Uh, and then Shayna Baszler evidently ain't going nowhere. And she's like, so Bianca Belair is going to be sort of occupying territory that I don't know what her definitive spot's going to be. Yeah, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how that all plays out. Because I seriously, like, I need to start watching old Io Shirai matches. I know people have, like, said that to me. Yeah, you do yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, But, dude, I can't get enough of watching her. Every time she sets foot in the ring, I'm like, oh, man, I gotta yeah, watch this. Yeah, you can't take your eyes off, off her. She is terrific. But this was, a, this was a good promo. I like this. Evidently, she got a decent camera, and uh, maybe Montez Ford was out there filming. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I know she filmed an uh, she filmed a Street Province promo once before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I always like thinking about this stuff, man. Yeah, like I know behind the scenes stuff. I always assume that a lot of these NXT uh, uh, talents just take it upon themselves to do a lot of the production work. I think on their own. It wouldn't surprise me. You know, I, it would not surprise me if they were encouraged to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, after her promo, it where was she announced. said, "Oh she's, sorry, uh, mentally defeated." Yes. Uh, next week. The duck de listen, baby. I was no tech team specialist, but I'm gonna tell you what, baby. We're doing a classic of my name again, anyways. Yeah, the fourth, third, fourth, fourth third, probably. Fourth? I feel like uh, fourth. You know, Undisputed Era won it, and then Authors Pain and Smojo and, and Finn Balor. Finn Balor. So that's the fourth, yeah. Numero cuatro. Yeah, for la dusty classic. Yeah. So that's cool. That's that was the that was a special announcement they teased in advance was Man, Dusty Classic. I thought they for sure were going to be like, we got a cable deal. I don't know why they just couldn't have announced it on WB.com. It's really not that big of a deal. Instead of making an announcement, there was going to be an announcement. Not that big of a deal. It's just yeah, it's Dusty Classic, and it's probably just going to be used to forward a certain storyline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, Mia Yim taking on Zia Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a fun match. Uh, yeah, this is great. I love Mia Yim. I think she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like Zia Lee. I think she's awesome also. Mm-hmm. So watching them both wrestle. Awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Looks like Mia Yim employed some sort of new finishing maneuver. She used to do eat defeat. Yeah. And now she did like a single leg face buster on knee type deal. God, what'd they call it? Protect your neck. Oh, man, that's great. That's awesome. She's Anyways. from NorCal, you know. No, she, they say she's from Fontana. That's Southern California. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I thought she was in Nor- I thought she was in NorCal. I don't what think the heck? so. I think they they bill her from Fontana. I'd oh, say man. she wasn't she wasn't from here at some point, but I think they bill her from Fontana. Oh man. Uh, anyways, uh, Shayna Baszler, Jessamyn Duke, Marina Shafir all run out to attack me. Of course, there's that backstage video um, of. Oh yeah, she's billed from San Diego and Fontana. Okay. Um, uh, where like the three quarters of the four horsewomen were going back to the locker room and like. I don't know what they're going back there to beat somebody up or talk trash and Mia Yim's getting in their face telling them to get lost. Yeah. Uh, who are the other? It was Jesse. What's her last name? Eliban? 
Oh, maybe. It was Amber Nova was there. Oh, was she? She was in the ring. Okay. And then uh, Lacey Lane. Yeah, Lacey Lane. I love her. She's great. Yeah, she's She good. looks like a million bucks. But they didn't say what they, you know, like it, uh, when they came out to make the save, they just said, trainees from the women's division. And we've <laughs> seen right, Amber Nova yeah. several times in the ring recently. Yeah. Jesse Elaban. I don't know. Jesse. I'm going to call her Jesse. Jesse E. She was, uh, she was the man classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so was Lacey Lane. Yeah. I got to see a Lacey Lane match up close and personal. Cool. When I was invited to the performance center. Yeah, I took. I, Where I, were you? I stayed here and, and made shows. That was a bad idea. Well, we need to keep making money while you were on vacation. Which is an extensive travel vlog. Yeah, that's not going to recoup the losses. No. Um, so yeah, the the trainees <clears throat> made the save. Uh, next, we had Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae backstage talking. God, every time I see Candice just so miss why why is she not in the mix in this Mia Yim Shayna Baszler trainees four horsewomen where's Candice LeRae why didn't she come out and just destroy everybody she should come on stop being obsessed with your dumb husband nobody cares you're a top level talent you're like one of the best wrestlers WWE has yeah that's true stop asking Johnny if he's okay yeah man He's a grown man. Anyway, Chomp apparently uh, walks in off frame and she just goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> this was great. It was so like a play. It was so staged like a play because she's like right next to him. And then camera sort of, and he's, he's sort of there with Goldie. Holding his belt. Doing this. Johnny, you need me, Johnny. Come with me. And Johnny says, I, don't, I, I won this without you. I don't need you to keep it. Eh, wrong. You do. Apparently. Yep. After that, we had Matt Riddle interview with uh, Jeremy Borash. Oh, man. It was great to see Jeremy Borash. Mm-hmm. Oh, he looks so happy. Yeah, and man. Fed. I know. He's got that paycheck coming in. Yeah, man. He's got direct deposit. He knows that WWE check is going to clear. Yep. He doesn't have to go every week. Bother people. Go to Dixie Carter, whomever, the, or, or uh, Ed Nordholm. Yep. Uh, once Just check to, coming through. He's going to beg for like a $50 lens off of eBay. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, we have to record. Look, man, this lens we have is busted. Oh, I don't know if we can afford that. Instead, he's got the whole equipment locker at Full Sail University. Oh, at man. Pig and slop. Yeah. That's Jeremy Borges yeah. right now. Kid in a candy store. Yeah. So happy. And this interview is great. Yeah, it was. He said, Matt Riddle, this is a great line. The the, the great opening sort of uh, uh, question of this interview was basically, uh, you get to WWE and you, you're still acting like a, a big old stoner guy wearing flip-flops everywhere. Yeah. You got a baseball hat on. What is it? I thought, well, what's said, going did, on with did that? You, did you ever think about toning it down when you came here being a bit more <laughs> professional? I think he would. Riddle's he response was so great. He said, well, you know, wrestler once told me why you just you just wait till somebody tells you to tone it down. It's always easier to tone it down than to, to tone, tone it, it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love him that so was great. much. And then he asks about Cassius Stone. They play the clip from the pre-show, yeah, yeah, yeah. where Cassius Stone is uh, laying into him. They show a clip of uh, uh, Cassius Stone tapping out to to uh, Matt Riddle, and then he t- he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm really glad." I- Done and over with Cash Sono, man. I'm here to go after some championships. NXT championship, North American championship, any championship. Oh, God. It's good stuff. It's so good. Apparently, uh, I mean, the the full, I didn't watch the full YouTube, but he talked about Brock Lesnar. Oh, he nice. says he doesn't have any respect. For, he says Brock doesn't have any respect for the business, essentially. Wow. And he wants to retire him still. I love it, man. I love it. And that leads us to our main event for the North American title. Velveteen Dream taking on Johnny Gargano. 
Hell of a match, man. Holy moly. Hell of a match. Started out really map-based, technical. Uh, Gargano was twisting Velveteen Dream's arms in all sorts of painful-looking predicaments and situations. It was great. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Velveteen Dream just slaps the taste out of Gargano's mouth. And, the, and from there, the match kind of pivots into a more physical battle. Yeah, holy moly. That slap was like... Because his, his wingspan... His reach is like massive. Yeah, <laughs> he like cocked it all the way back. Slap, and then of course Johnny, yeah, spit, spit. It's like super dramatic and stuff. It was great. Anyway, from that point, things get a bit more physical. Um, I didn't write a bunch of notes in the first half because I was just really into it. And I was like, towards the end, I was like, oh, at least better write how this match finishes. Yeah, it's great. Um, so uh, Dream gets the upper hand at one point, uh, misses a purple rainmaker, eats a super kick, but he kicks out. Um, Velveteen hits a second rope Dream Valley driver Johnny kicks out of that Um, Velveteen Dream jumps off the top rope to the outside Um, Johnny had a catch finisher hit a super kick um, threw him in the ring steps and hit a suplex on the ramp Mm -hmm. Um, and then Johnny back in the ring hits a slingshot DDT Velveteen kicks out Um, Johnny's in the corner going for the the DIY uh, super kick um, Velveteen Dreams evades, but then, and then I jo- love that bit too because Dream is sitting there going, "Come on, just do it, just yeah. do it." Yeah. Um, Johnny hits a super kick after Dream evades a previous super kick. Kind of goes for the set for the Gargano escape. Dream reverses it into a, a Dream Valley driver. Rolls through for a second. The double AA. He had the OMG moment. <laughs> saved up. Goes the top rope. Hits Purple Ma- Rainmaker. He is your new North American champion. I love how smooth that finish was because he oh, hits the first one, rolls through. And as he as he hits the second one, he's rolling through all the way to the. He to basically the does a cartwheel when he does yeah. that. And it's great. Yeah, yeah, gets up there and, and hits yeah, purple rainmaker, and he gets the win. Crowd goes crazy. Uh, lucky, lucky crowd mm-hmm. um, to see that go down. That's awesome for yeah. Velveteen Dream, yeah. new North American indeed champion. Exciting stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
then we had a big old boar fest NXT UK. Yeah, I mean, like all the matches were technically sound. There's one thing I liked. There was two things. There's three things I liked about. There was four things I liked about this. Actually, sounds like quite a bit. The Kaylee Ray vign- uh, vignette was great. I really like her. I thought Jordan Devlin's iPhone promo was great. Oh man, it I very couldn't peaceful and serene. Didn't hear a damn word he said. I was looking at that scenery behind him. I was like, I want to be there. Yeah, yesterday. I know. I know. I just want to be out there. He's just talking trash about Travis Banks. I figure as much. He said he was the MVP of the World's Collide Tournament until Travis Banks stuck his nose in his business. I was trying to look around his giant head to look at the beach. That oh, was very nice. Oh, God. nice rocky beach. Just beautiful, like Game of Thrones. Probably mm-hmm. shot there. Probably mm-hmm. not. Um, One of the two. Yeah, but man. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I also liked the. Uh, I can listen to Zach Gibson talk all day long. I really can. He just, he just went on and on saying a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, the same thing he said last week or the, the last time he talked. I don't care. I just I love his promos. And he and he called out what are you uh, ignorant yanks? I love the term for Americans that those Brits have yanks. Anyways, anyways, show kicked off with match action now. Uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, Stephen Larson's favorite tag team in the world. <laughs> like, why don't I? Here's the funny thing: I love both these guys. I actually do like both these guys in the ring. It's everything about their packaging that I hate. Yeah, like Flash Morgan Webster, he dropped the Parker thing, or at least he didn't bring that. To well, the he's state. in the desert. That's that's just. But why bother bringing the helmet? Oh, it's, it's so the dumb. helmet that bugs me more than Bro, anything else. You're wearing a Union Jack suit. We get it. No, nobody that isn't a mod would ever wear that. Well, I mean, t- especially mod enough. tailored in that fashion. It's yeah, very specific yeah, to that time. Spit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And unless you're going to roll in the ring in a, on a scooter, leave the helmet at home. Yeah. It's too much. We get the point. Your Titantron says the mod father. Yeah. We get it. Nigel's yelling at us about the mod culture, which he doesn't entirely even understand. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a specific set of musical tastes and fashion tastes yeah. from a specific set of years. From, yeah, from like the mid-60s. 62 to 66, Like 63 probably. to 66, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, early British invasion. Or yeah. Or kind of predates the British invasion. It's a very probably. specific thing. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so, but we get it. You don't need the helmet. That's it's also more than 50 years old. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. It's just a helmet. The helmet's too much. Lose the helmet. I know. I agree. Lose the helmet. I agree. Please, please. When was Charles Dickens' stuff set? Well before mod days. <laughs> no, no, no. I know that. Oh. But like it was like 1600s, 18... I want to say. 1600s. 1800s. Like, I, I don't know. Isn't it like 1800s? Huh. Maybe. When they used to have like kids like work in coal factories or something out there? Well, I guess that would be Industrial Revolution. Yeah. yeah. 1800s, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he read it, wrote them in the 1800s, but some of the stories were set in 1600s. I thought some of them were set earlier. No, that's Shakespeare's 1600s. I was getting confused with my... English literature. They're all over the map. Let's see when when did Charles Dickens? Anyways. Because what's the most the most popular Charles Dickens thing? Well, it's, there's uh, David Copperfield. There's yeah. Oliver Twist. Okay. There's Tale of Two Cities. Uh, he died in 1870. Oh, all right. So he couldn't have been writing for the 1880s because that'd be in the future. Man, he was only 58 when he died. Look at him right here. He didn't look 58. He looks like 78. Yeah. Hard living back then. That's man. hard living. Hard living. That is hard living. When was Didn't the Tale I read of Two it? Cities set? Here, name some more of his works. I feel a like I read, tale of two I read one of his stories. Did he do Great Expectations? No. Yes, he oh, did. Oh, he did? That was right, what he else did, did after do? that. What else did he do? Little Dorrit. Oh, that one. The, a Christmas Carol. Yeah. That's obviously a popular I've one. seen the Disney version of that. Nicholas Nickleby. Yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, the Pickwick Papers. I don't know if I've heard of that one. And, of course, Oliver Twist. I feel like I read one of his books This one sounds school. great. Bleak House. 
Well, it's like a short story, I think. Oh. Or is it a full novel? It's a novel first published as a 20-episode serial. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I've heard of that. I've heard of a lot of his books. I'm not that well-read, so can I tell you? Interesting stuff. Anyways. Uh, no, I was, I was going to say, you know, what if I think, because Morgan Webster, he looks like a Charles Dickens character. He looks like somebody. Well, not that mod time. stuff, no. No, but if you if you dirty him up, if you give him like some, some coal on his face. He's got a bowl. Say, can I have some more? <laughs> And that's a great name for a finisher bleak house. <laughs> no, he has like a twisting neck break. Oh, Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist, man. <laughs> you can have something with Oliver as his last name. Oh, man. Why isn't he, why is he the, the Dickens guy? He should be a Dickens wrestler. Maybe. Maybe. That'd be great. Anyways, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster taking on the Brothers Gallus. <laughs> call himself Joe Coffee and Mark Coffee. Yeah, he call himself uh, Little Dorrit or Nicholas Nickleby. There you go. They're all better names than Flash Morgan Webster. Oliver and Nickleby just combine the two. I'm going to, yeah, they, yeah, that's what they do. They combine them, yeah. Man, we need to. Highlight of this match when Flash Morgan Webster obviously was nowhere close to drop kicking Joe Coffee, yet Joe Coffee sold it. The crowd audibly laughed. He looked like it was a good six, eight inches away. <laughs> was, and I mean, the TV tried to cover it. Yeah. But it was really obvious. It was really obvious. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I still hate uh, what's his face's theme music. Mark Andrews. It's so bad. Yeah, that's never going to change, I think. But, man, I love everything about it, else about that guy. His packaging's always great. Like, his, uh, his, his ring, ring gear's good, gear I know. His good. I think he had, like, a NASA-inspired thing this time. Yeah, he's been doing that for a while. Cool. He's gone beyond airplanes <laughs> to space travel. So that was airplanes See? at first. He's evolving his gimmick. Yeah, I guess so. What's next? Wormholes? <laughs> Space-time continuum? Quantum physics, warp, yeah. Warp folding, drive? Holding space. It's going to be a Star Trek font next. Yeah, I'd be good. I'd be down with that. Yeah, I know you would. Uh, <laughs> You nerd. Jordan Devil iPhone promo was great. Beautiful scenery. He's he's awesome. He is the ace. Big giant head. Uh, Kaylee Ray vignette. Oh, this is great. Yeah. yeah. She was just running down everybody. She just seemed really happy again to be getting that regular direct deposit. Mm-hmm. You know, she has her, however, you know. No more dealing with. Thousand quid coming into her. Uh, no more dealing account. with uh, garbage promoters going after the show and saying, hey, I need you to pay me. Yeah. And then making some excuse not to pay her. Yeah. Oh, gate was light, love. <laughs> Come back. Might give you a 10 bob note later. <laughs> no, now she gets direct deposit, thousand quid to yeah. the bank account. Yeah. Every week. On, on the weekly, yeah. Exactly. Uh, next, Trent Seven versus Shane Thorne. A good match. Uh, when Shane Thorne came out, uh, what, were your, what were your thoughts on that? He's going to lose. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I like Shane Thorne, though. Yeah, me too. I like Shane Thorne. This is a really good match. This is like the match of a dude whose body I have versus a dude whose body I really want to yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trent Seven was selling the arm. Shane Thorne's working his arm over pretty good. That was a good yeah. match. Yeah, no, it was, it was really good. And he won yeah. with his Rainmaker with yeah. his seven-star seven star Larry. Larry. It doesn't hardly ever happen. I haven't seen that happen in a while. No. Yeah. <clears throat> Next, uh, a Jack Gallagher interview where he talked about asking Johnny Saint for something. <laughs> and then he apparently got it. He's got a match next week against. They said it was going to be his NXT UK debut, but that's not exactly true. He was in the last tournament. He was in the last tournament. He yeah. had like the best matches WWE run in it. Yeah. I think Gallagher could probably do well in UK. Yeah, I feel like he'd be better served in NXT UK. On the other hand, there's a lot of people there, and there's not that many people in 205. So I don't know. It's not like he's doing anything on 205. Yeah, he he won a match last week against a a, a luchador. Okay, but he's not like I mean he's not really doing anything interesting. That's my yeah. point. 
Oh, I don't know. I really liked when he won last week. Oh, we didn't talk about that because you were gone. Did you watch that match? It was pretty good. And at the end, he was hugging Drew Gulak, and Drew Gulak kissed him, and, and Gallagher said, it feels so good to get a win. Because <laughs> he never does. No, he hardly ever wins. Uh, that's cool, though. I like Jack Gallagher when he's used properly. Yeah. Uh, next, <laughs> Joseph Connor's interview in the Performance Center. The UK Performance Center. Yeah, they asked him about, uh, uh, he came out and said he's going to, you know, damage all the shiny new toys in NXT UK, and they asked about Laguero. And he's kind of like, yeah, I lost whatever. He, he cut, Ligero cut me on an off day. I wasn't feeling too proper. I didn't have my tea and scones yet. Yeah. I didn't have a package of biscuits Yeah, with me that morning. Well, that's what Zach Gibson was talking about. The package of biscuits. He said, uh, I should be at home with a package of biscuits and a cup of tea and my feet up. Watching Step Brothers and my on home BBC in, Two. Hey, I'm at home in Liverpool, but instead <laughs> he had to fly out to Phoenix to talk to all the ignorant Yanks. Ignorant Yanks. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's next. That's yeah. Exactly See, that was my segue. Oh, well, that was a good segue. Uh, yeah, that was great. Mental image of Zach Gibson with his feet up on the ottoman. Sitting um, in his boxers <laughs> with his prestige worldwide shirt on. <laughs> right. James Drake is sitting there, like, playing on a switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not saying anything, of course. Oh man! When are they gonna give that guy the mic? Just let him say. Never. I think things. it's better. I think it's better if he doesn't talk. He can't be a hype guy. Come on. No, I think it's funny if he doesn't talk, man. Me too, but I feel bad for him. Why? Because he doesn't get to talk. But he's getting that direct deposit, man. Every week, thousand quid. Thousand quid guaranteed Straight to the Lloyd's of London. No, Bank of London. Well, wherever his banking institution is, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it could be Bank of America. I think they have. Inside. I'm sure they do. I think they've got him out there. Well, I'm sure they do. Yeah, maybe. They're probably international. Yeah, it could be. Bunch of corporate crooks. Uh, next up, we got our main event. It's our main, main event. event. Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. It was a good match. Yeah, this is a hell of a match. This was really cool. Uh, Rhea attacked uh, Tony Storm before the bell, and then things uh, uh, off to the races. And then uh, Tony Storm won with Storm Zero. Mm-hmm. But it was a very physical match. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of heat between these two. Yeah. Rhea uh, Ripley's great. She's going to be a huge star. Big, big star. She's mm-hmm. a big, big star. Mm-hmm. She's going to be an even big, big massive, star. Massive. Massive. Like a supernova. Red Giant. Well, Supernova is a star that explodes. Yeah, I know. Exploding. Well, Red star. Giant is a is a, a, a big star. It's a star that burned all its fuel from the inside and it has to expand to get fuel from it. Without, it's pretty much a dying star too. It's well, all stars are dying inherently. Yeah, like you're born and then you start. Just, that's people too, man. I understand the life cycle. Yes. Yeah. At a certain point, we just start dying. As soon as you're living, you're dying. Well, then once you turn 21, is so when you start. The, the, the long crawl towards death begins. <laughs> like on a cellular level or something is like that. Is that what it is at 21? Something like that. I heard that somewhere. It's probably BS. <laughs> you saw it on like a, a Facebook Photoshop thing. Not even that. Yeah. I'm, it's anecdotal. No, yeah. You just started feeling that way. You did. You're like, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> See, I turned 21. 21. It's like, wow, I had too many Midori Sours last night. Yeah, I feel like I'm dying <laughs> I feel now. like I'm dying. And that feeling has never gone away. No. Yeah. Well, But I felt it on a cellular level. That was the thing. That's messed up, man. You want to talk about 205 Live? Yeah, man. Yeah, show opens Drake Maverick doing his usual show tease, but then he announces there's going to be a tournament to determine the new number one contender, Buddy Murphy's Cruiserweight title for a match at Mania. Gosh, I hope it's Tony Nese. Mm-hmm. I really hope it's Tony Nese. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think that the fact that he had a promo, they let him talk a lot. I think it's probably going to be His promo's Tony's. been getting better. His, they have been getting better, and uh, holy crap, that match against Noam Dar. Oh, that was great. Last week. That was holy great. moly, that was so good. That was really good. Uh, so the tournament hasn't begun yet, but he said 
because of this tournament. I mix. spilled coffee on my thing, and now now when I'm drinking water, it smells like coffee. So that's is that a bad thing? Coffee smells great. Not yeah, but I'm drinking water. If I smell coffee, I want to be drinking coffee. All right. Uh, tournament hasn't begun yet, but Drake uh, it, it said it's very important these matches. You can maybe earn your way into the tournament if you win. Oh, I thought this was the tournament. No. Hasn't oh, that's yet. convoluted. Yeah, I know. Well, they announced they announced the first two matches uh, are going down next week. In the tournament? Yeah. At the very end of the show. But right. these weren't tournament matches. I thought these were tournament no, matches. No, no, no. the heck? So the first non-tournament match, non-tournament tournament match was uh, TJP, the newly, the T now stands for tattoo. Yeah. Uh, versus Umberto Carrillo. What could the J stand for? Because it could be tattoo parlor. Tattoo, uh, tattoo. Regardless, he spends a ton of money getting those tats, man. Ta yeah. Tattoo. Where he goes to does really good work, though. They look great. Yeah, they look the great. The colors are vibrant. Mm -hmm. Like that one on his left shoulder, the red and blue really pop. Yeah, that's good. Not a big fan of colorful tattoos. Oh, no? I just like the, the black and white stuff. The oh, gray, I mean, I think, I think if, if the colors pop, they can look really good. Sometimes they were like with Bray Wyatt, how he's got those like red slashes. Yeah, I yeah. I think those are very effective. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're good. But I'm just not a, I'm not a big fan. I like, the, I like just the, the black and white ones. The grayscale ones. All right. Those to me are most appealing. Okay. I think also when you get like super old, like colors, it just looks like somebody threw a bunch of paint on you. It could be. Well, I wonder if it fades too. Well, yeah, it does. That's the thing. Yeah. Because again, cellular death. Yeah. 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 So anyways, TJP versus Umberto Carrillo. Uh, pretty early on, Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher come down to ringside to cheer on and provide some guidance for Umberto. Um, whether it's he, he won because of them or despite them, he won nonetheless with his finisher. Um, you know, he did his fair share of high flying stuff. He didn't necessarily uh, uh, disregard his lucha roots yeah. with Drew and Jack ringside. And they didn't seem too bothered by that. They were mm -hmm. cheering him on regardless. Nope. This is all a ruse to oh, bring yeah. him closer, only to turn on him. They're gonna sucker. They're gonna sucker him in. Yep. He's yeah. probably gonna cost him his match in the tournament. Or whenever he loses. The boost, you look at the boost 19. I yeah. I got an email about boost 19. Yeah, you're going to get some boosts? No, I already have some boosts. Yeah. Apparently, these boosts are different, though. Yeah? They're, the boost is denser or something. Oh, wow. It's more boosty. Oh, wow. Well, once they get down to like 110, I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Once they start going on sale. Mm -hmm. Next. Oh, I didn't wear my new Jordans today because I don't know what the weather's going to be like. When the weather gets nice, I'll rock my new Jays. Cool, man. All right. Beautiful. Jabroni. No, they're not your Bernie shoes. my Instagram I, I did, and I'd, I'd prefer it if you stopped harassing me on Instagram. That's just for me to go and look at shoes, not to engage with anybody. Uh, did you see the shoes that I tagged you in? Yeah, those are fine-looking shoes. Those are awesome. You know, you know who wore those shoes? Not yeah. those exact colorways, but those shoes. Huh. Zion Williamson. Oh, those are the exploding shoes? Yeah. Oh, even more unpredictable. Edgy, I like it. Next, Tony Nese promo. Tony Nese promo. Great stuff. He wants that cruiserweight title, which means he's on a, a path to clash with his... Uh, his workout buddy. Oh, that's going to happen. Fellow body guy. Yeah, man. Buddy Murphy. Maybe that, is it possible they had an actual long-term plan to build up Tony Nese in this way to get him to the point where he then would Maybe. take on his buddy body Maybe. guy? We were, we were like, hey, you got to do Tony Nese versus Buddy Murphy like three months ago. And then like Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Next, uh, Mike, or more so Maria Canellis interview. She's really good on the mic. 
She's really good. I love them both. That match was heartbreaking. Yeah. I was on the edge of my seat and I was heartbroken. Oh man. It's interesting. They're, they're trying to create a real genuine, as you say, heartbreaking storyline out of Mike losing all the time. Yeah. And he's like a bad guy, but he's Mm -hmm. not like cheating. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not at all. Uh, squash match time next. Aria Davari taking on Johnny Lyons. Before the hand, uh, Davari had a promo. Money, uh, Davari, what is it called? Davari De Niro. Yeah. Yeah, because he's money. I feel like this this whole, his his new... like a Donnie Brasco character. Yeah, his new gimmick is just like, it's like, I feel like it's 90% of the way there. Something's missing, though. I like him on the mic. Ring attire. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. The jean vest, uh-uh. No good. Uh-uh. This doesn't really look like money. No. Looks like Scott. And these days, you can't get away with jean vest. Without Scott Hall. Think of Scott Hall. Scott Hall impersonator. Yeah. Um, but I like he started doing the million dollar dream. That's cool. Yeah. That's what he should do. Just just rip off the million dollar man stuff. Bring back the million dollar title thing. There you go. He wins the hammerlock DDT. Or hammerlock lariat. Sorry. Hammerlock DDT is almost his move. Very easy match for him. And the million dollar dream. The jobber Johnny Lines. Johnny Lines. Next, Buddy Murphy promo. I don't remember what he said. Oh, uh, oh he said something along the lines oh, of... Oh, unstoppable. Yeah, pretty much. He said uh, he's beating everybody Drake Maverick's put in front of him, so now mm. Drake has to do this whole tournament thing just to Peace muster off. up. He said, peace off, ghost. Mister, muster up. Muster up a, a, a worthy contender for him if one exists. So hopefully Tony Nese. Um And that brings us to our main event. Yo. Mike Kanellis taking on Cedric Alexander. Hell of a match. Oh, Hell of a match. Oh, my God. This match was Hell so good. Match. It was flipping, man... I was uh, John Cone was the ref here, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Man, they booked that guy. Oh man, we got another another new patron. Oh, thank you, Quinn Triple H. Love it. Thank great. you. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, this was great. Uh, they were really pushing this story with Cedric's knee. Cedric is really good at making it look like he's shoot hurt. I don't know how he does moves. Like he'll he'll be either springboarding the top rope or on the top rope. He gets knocked off and looks like he is hurting something when he Dude, falls. He can fake a botch better than anybody. Yeah, man. Because that springboard there was twice in this match that yeah. happened. That yeah, that that where he kind of slips off the top rope during the springboard clothesline because his knee gave out. Yeah, but then prior to that, Canellis knocked him off the top rope and he just takes this nasty spill. Yeah. Sometimes it's funny though because sometimes he'll oversell a very simplistic thing. Like, I forget what it was, but Canellis did something that really didn't look that impressive. And then they go to a close-up of Cedric, and he's like, Ugh! like, he's overselling a bit. Yeah. He does that a bit, too. Yeah, no, he'll do, like, a standard move, and he'll be there screaming <laughs> top of his lungs. like <laughs> Right, exactly. But I'm not going to not take nothing away from the guy. He's no, he's great. Absolutely fantastic. So you mentioned that bit where he slips off the top rope or his knee gave out during the yeah. springboard clothesline. Uh, Canellis hits him with, like, a fireman carry driver type deal Cedric kicks out used to be his finish I don't know if it still is Canellis's uh, and then Canellis hits his backpack stunner which looks great yeah it looks great um, uh, Cedric kicks out of that has he been using that as a finish these days well he hasn't right. been winning any matches so it's hard to tell <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> <laughs> if you don't win matches do you actually have a finish guess not you're not finishing anything guess not <laughs> uh, they kind of fight on the outside for a while, and Canellis hits this nasty-looking spine buster at the foot of the ramp on the corrugated metal. Um, he runs back in the ring. and so I don't know how he beat this Ted count. Oh, my God. He was on the Dude, foot of the ramp at eight. At eight? 
And then he went to nine, and I swear he was still out there. Yeah, he was. And then like he got in the ring in two steps. I think I literally said, "Oh, that's bullshit." It's like watching uh, uh, Giannis on the Bucks. Yeah, somehow go from the three point line to a dunk in two steps. <laughs> right, it's crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who has an exploding shoe these days? God dang, man, Zion. I grant the exploding shoe. Yeah, you know, did you see the ticket prices? What, that's it was like twenty nine hundred dollars. It had to be secondary market, right? I guess so. Yeah, I'm assuming so. That's got to be. I can't see any. I don't see how any school could charge that much face value. That's got to be secondary market. I don't know, man. Scam. NC. It's a scam. So I saw all those headlines. And I thought that has to be secondary market. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I never read the article. That's typically how I just get my news headlines. People are so people are so I mean, people are outraged regardless, but like people are so outraged about it. I figured it was the school doing it, but maybe not. I just don't see how they could do that. Yeah, me neither. I would think could be wrong. Like a lot of uh pro teams now they have something called dynamic pricing that based on the opponent in the day of the week mm-hmm. tickets are more or less. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if colleges would could A do that, <clears throat> B yeah. charge such outrageous prices. Yeah. So when I saw that, I assumed, oh, that's secondary market. I know yeah. people were, you know, getting all upset about it and saying, well, this is why you got to pay student athletes. And I do think they need some compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, if, if that was a price on the secondary market, the school's not seeing any of that money. Yeah. Yeah. So unless there's, unless they're the ones selling them on the secondary market. I just like market. that people paid $3,000 to see a dude for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then a shoe exploded. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, uh, Duke's got a couple of really good freshmen. Um, yeah, well, not enough to overcome... UNC, UNC, you know. yeah. Well, they're a good team too. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's see here. So, uh, yeah, Cedric kicked out of Mike's finisher. Cedric kicked the uh, Cedric kicked out of the backpack stunner. Uh, Mike Canales hit a spine buster at the foot of the ramp. Cedric, oh yeah, the ten count. We talked about that. Uh, Cedric barely kicks out of a crossroads. Uh, and Mike thinks he won. So here's the thing. John Cone actually did hit three. And Cedric just barely got his shoulder he up. barely got rolled it, it up slightly. I had never seen a shoulder go up like this before because it was barely, it was like a whisper of a, of a kick out. Yeah. 
uh, Cone hits three, but then he says, no, 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 no. Yeah, he yeah, got yeah, it up, yeah. he got it up, he yeah, got it up. And Mike and Maria, are, Maria are, are celebrating. Maria hops in the ring. They're about to have a live sex show. Mm-hmm. They're going at it. Cone says, wait, stop that. Pull it out. Listen. Stop. Yeah, exactly. She's doing the Maria Canell's dance. Carl Anderson's dance. No, that's Carl Anderson's dance. Yeah. And, uh, and then he's like, no, restart the match. Canell's is like, what the heck? And then Canell's basically does everything he can to win, but Cedric pulls off a lumbar check, yeah. gets the win, and Canell's and, and Canell's, Marie and Mike, they are just absolutely heartbroken. Completely heartbroken. Heartbroken. Yeah. And we'll see if this is pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It is secondary prices. All right. Well, there you go. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Gonna Anyways, do? after that match, uh, Drake Maverick said, uh, first two tournament matches happening next week, Kalisto versus Tony Nice, and then the Brian Kendrick versus Drew Gulak. I kind of care less about that match, but that first one, Kalisto versus Yeah, yeah that'd be great. That'll be really good. I like, uh, I like Drew Gulak. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's good. They just need to do something more significant with them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's take some questions, Steve. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to go to the page. I for, totally forgot to do the Patreon thread yesterday. And so in case anybody missed it, I we opened up the yesterday's op, uh, episode of the bonus episode. We opened that up to $1 patrons, uh, and we read a bunch of those questions. So if you didn't hear your question read on yesterday's show, we might have read it on the bonus episode. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Linwood Ross. Hey guys, planning on heading to SmackDown on Tuesday for my first live event in ages, my wife's first ever. Would you recommend floor seats, not ringside, or first set of risers for a better view? If you're not in the first two or three rows on the floor, just go uh, lower deck. Yep. View would be better. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of floor seats past like the third row. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of them. Uh, Joshua Rush, <clears throat> on a scale of from 1 to 10, how much like garbage, garbage would you feel? If William Regal said that he was very disappointed in you, on a scale of one to ten, how much like garbage would you feel if Regal told you, Larson, I'm very disappointed? Larson. Yeah, I'd probably just be like, well, you're like a pro wrestler. You probably have plenty of skeletons in your closet, so you know, wow. <laughs> who are you to judge me? I'd just shrug. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? Exactly. I'd probably laugh and say, man, that was cool. William Regal said my name. Uh, Alex C. Inspired by the confusion over the North American title. Should WWE do a Bandersnatch-style taping of NXT where the people watching on the network choose the outcomes and the ones with the most picks become the canon outcome? No. Yes, they should. I think they should. That would be right. great. All right. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Tune, Simon Miller versus the former King Ross versus L. What is that? El Fakador. Uh, oh, that's right. Fakador, yeah. The Wrestle Talk thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus our H champion, Adam Mayhem, who goes over. Luchando does a late run in. Yeah. He picks up the win. Oh, man. How about this? Our dude, Cal Jack, comes in and throws everybody oh, around. Oh, there you go. And he is new H champion. No, end of the day, Adam Mayhem, though. No, it's, it's, it's Cal Jack. Adam Mayhem. What else you got for me? Samuel Deepson. Uh I know this is way too early. That's never stopped us from speculating. No. But given all this who's going to AEW talk, I was wondering who do you think will be the first person to go? From AEW to WWE, Ooh. who will go to AEW and 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 craft their brand and and get big big money, big money, no space between big and money from WWE. Who's WWE to steal from all Elite Wrestling? 
Well, it's not going to be in the executive vice president. Nope. About Britt Baker. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that as a possibility. Um, I'm going to say, you know, they never said Hangman Page was a, was a VP. Yeah. He's going to build his brand. He's, I could see him. I could see him by the time he's, because how old is he? Like 25? Yeah, he's pretty young. I could see him by the time he's 30, having done everything he could possibly do outside of the WWE, and then goes to WWE. Yeah, maybe. And I think five years is a good time. That's a good long time. Um, Cult of False Realities. Is Ciampa the NXT version of Randy Orton? If so, should he be the one to retire Orton and take his role in the main roster? Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I can see some parallels. Yeah, there. I see some similarities. Sure, why not? He's vicious heel guy. Crockpot champion, the Uncanny Ironfish. He'll be the first person to win the NXT Triple Crown tag titles, North American title, NXT title. Looks like Johnny Gargano at this point. He's got two of the three already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, oh, this is a great question. Nemo says, if Zach Gibson likes to relax with a cup of tea and his shoes off. Does yeah. that mean he hates himself? It's true. Well, if his shoes are off, if you hate Gibson, shoes off. Yeah, if you hate Gibson, shoes off. Yeah, boy, it is cold in here. Yeah, I think the heater's broken. Uh-oh. Um, <clears throat> Four Inch Fox. Hey, guys, was I the only one who saw Mike Canellis' shoulder up the same as Cedric's when he got pinned? Oh. Maybe. I, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. This question from Donald Seaman. He wants to do... Uh, Math on one Dave Batista. Okay. We'll do Dave Batista math. It's the only math we do, at least for the time being. All right, in ring. <laughs> this, this is a great question. But ultimate Tommy Wiseau. If Terry Bollea, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan, yeah. brother, is a consultant on oh, his yeah. Hogan I biopic, will this just be a movie with no conflict and it's just 90 minutes of Hemsworth Hogan getting over to fake fanfare. Well, the only conflict will be people trying to keep down Hulk Hogan from being the man. Half is going to be in kayfabe. I know. Yeah. Half? This is all going to be kayfabe, man. Oh, man. That's all right. Good. Let's do Dave Batista math. Okay. In ring. Uh, five. Five. Six. Yeah, it's five. Promo. He was a good promo. I'd give him like a five. Six. six? Five is a good promo. Five is an average promo. Yeah, he was, I mean, he wasn't great. Look, that's got to be a 10. It's a nine. Nine. It's he looked nine. great. I mean, he's a big jack dude. Yeah. Um, legacy. Uh, six. Yeah, six is fair. Yeah, six. People and like him. And Kayfabe. He's a book pretty strong. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, seven. Seven. 19, six plus. 12, 19. He's a six plus wrestler. Yeah, he's a six plus wrestler. That makes sense. Batista's yeah. a six plus. I see that. Uh, Taco Dan, do you think the reason the NXT stars were on main this week was as a big ad for the future of NXT, especially because of Johnny the dropping the belt to Dream after winning it against main roster talent two weeks and two nights in a row, or do you think this because decision was made after the tapings with no real motives? It was the latter. Because that, that Velotine Dream match was taped like almost a month ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. So, I mean, there was motives, and that was probably just to pop ratings and get some better wrestling on the show, if what we've heard is belie- to be believed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds like it was just 
it was just a pop ratings. It was just a, oh, hey, let's do something that people will like. Just mix things up. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, no. Uh, Mike Fiend says, hope you don't like that stupid bop Mark Andrews has going to the ring. I don't. It always is. It's so cringy whenever they go to the crowd and you see some dude like doing the the hand wave thing to Mark Andrews. Oh, theme. yeah. It's like, come on, man. Uh, Alex C., Will you like Mark Andrews' theme more when it's played on the theremin for his future gimmick? Oh, maybe. Go, yeah. I mean, it's hard to dislike anything you on the theremin. Need some soft like space jazz keyboard on it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, Grand Theft Auto Two, and you two see the WWE merch that sold on Foot Locker. I didn't just see it; I got myself the New Day shirt. You got the TLC. Yeah, man, New that was Day great. Shirt. They're all good though. It, it was it was between that and the Seth Rollins one. So I appreciate they did like a, a, a Rollins band homage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was close. That was a toss up. Rob Conway guy on the Patreon says, just read something Brad Shepard reported about Vince throwing the NXT guys, quote, into the deep end to sink or swim. Do you really think Vince would put those guys in a no-win situation just to prove a point to Triple H? I don't know if he did to prove a point to Triple H, I think. I don't know why he would do that. Brad Shepard sometimes just speculates anyways. Yeah. But if he has if he has insider info that says Vince threw the NXT guys into the deep end just to sink or swim, um, I mean, how can you say anything but the fact that they swam? Yeah, they swam. They performed swimmingly. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Bodyslam.net has backstage update on Corey Graves and Carmella's relationship. I don't really care about <laughs> that. Who gives a shit? <clears throat> That's kind of cringy to me when people like have headlines like that. I know. Although that thing about Charlotte and Andrade, ooh, mm-hmm. that's a dynamite couple right there. Oh yeah, man. Love to see their kids and how it happened. So this is what this is the full quote. I was told that there is a weird dynamic at play where Triple H hypes the guy and Vince tries to prove him wrong. In this case, Vince wanted to put the NXT call-ups in a hole and test them to see if they could climb out of it. So this is the this is the metaphorical Vince throwing them in the deep end of the swimming pool. He's seeing if they'll drown or come up for air. Um, does he not know that they're like the best wrestlers on the roster? Yeah, no. They've like been in the deep end. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know, man. I don't know how much I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much I believe that either. Like on one hand, Vince is crazy. Yeah. On the other hand, I don't know. It's just going to be kind of weird. Right. Mm, anyways, maybe we'll talk about that on the Friday show. Yeah, we're, it is, some of that stuff's going to be on there. Cool, cool. Right on. Anyways, is that it? Is that it? That's it. Any more questions? I don't think so. We got it going on over here. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. That's already done. Uh, <laughs> Karen caught me when I said the Charlotte Andre. I'd like to see their kids and how they were made. I missed that. I was reading. <laughs> hot. That's a hot couple right there, man. Who doesn't want to see that? I'm joking, I'm joking. He's joking. He's kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, kind of, not really. Yeah, that's it for the show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, tomorrow morning, we've got new show. Uh, and then, tomorrow. remember, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, WrestleMania 9. New and Eastern. WrestleMania 9. Yep. So, yep. watch it with us. Yep. Feast your... Eyes. Eyes. Here's an ad for our Patreon. We'll get talk to you guys later. Goodbye.
Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.